faithful listeners. Um, I'm one of your four hosts, Mac McKenzie. Also with us today, we have Thomas Ryland and Caleb Phillips. Uh, hope you guys are doing well today. Take it away, Caleb. All right. Hello, listeners. Um, so today we are going to be talking about gender. Pretty heavy topic. I know it might scare some of you, but, you know, keep listening. It'll hopefully interest you guys. Um, we're going to try to represent all possible sides of this issue. Um, uh, I, I know that there's a general agreement among all of us on the different um, things we will be debating here. But, you know, there might be those little things that we disagree upon. And even on the things that we agree upon, we will be... Um, uh, trying our best to represent the the opposite, uh, the opposing viewpoints. Um, so uh, theoretically, that, we theoretically, we th theoretically, in, in theory, in theory, <laughs> yes. With that, no, uh, no promises. Does, do one of you <laughs> do one of you want to, uh, you know, give like a an introduction to, um, or introduce an issue that you would like to talk about there, or or a, a uh, subtopic. Um, um, I have a question actually, because I know okay. I know LGBTQ, and I think plus. But what are what's the new what's the AB now? Um, I can answer more? that. So yeah, so I knew you could. Answer. So I, yeah, <laughs> we all know. I mean, we all know what the the main letters are we have l lesbian b bisexual um g gay t trans and uh q queer um queer? yes queer okay queer. so like so like okay yeah what gender are you on um, queer How so queer? and and remember there there is that that difference um you know they they're all, all part of the same group generally but there are those um those letters that stand for sexual preferences and there are those letters yeah. that stand for um genders um you know transgender is is uh, a gender it does not really you know fit in as well with um the other letters because the other letters represent sexual preferences if you're gay your sexual preference uh is, is that you are a man and you prefer to be with males um and, you know, so it's not, you know, not all of them stand for genders is what I'm saying. Um, and then if I can just uh, look up quick what the other letters stand for. I believe A stands for asexual. Um, I might be wrong on that, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then what's the B for? Bisexual? Because they already said bisexual. That's yeah. the LGB. So, no, okay. So, the difference between asexual and bisexual is that bisexual is where you, it, it, bisexual is not a gender. Bisexual is a sexual preference. So, bisexual means that you, well, actually, yeah, I believe asexual is also a se sexual preference. So, bisexual means that you, so hold on let me, let me finish quick so bisexual means that you will either be with men or women um asexual means that you will basically be with men women or anything in between i believe but it, or actually is sorry. also the way that plants reproduce it's a it's a it's basically duplication so some but of these some of these terms are, are 
but it's the same it's the same term so some of these terms are used incorrectly so okay now, Tom, I, I apologize um i've i i actually was wrong on what on the definition of asexual um so what the 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 thing that i was talking about was pansexual pansexual just okay. basically means you'll be with men women or anything in between pansexual um uh yeah and then asexual is basically basically just that you're not sexual it's like you aren't attracted to so you're not attracted like to anyone um or anything uh, and you have no romantic or sexual feelings toward anyone or anything. So it's like Seth, where he's non-partisan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, it's really interesting because uh, I'm taking general psychology one this semester in college, and we just got done with the sex chapter. So hmm. we oh. covered, like I think, like all of these. So... I can probably summarize a little bit because I pulled out my notes here. Okay, that's Mac, cool. Is, is your college, is uh, it, are you um, guys conservative or liberal or democratic? Uh, according to the textbook, um, gender is, so gender um, is like, I guess more of like a, a mental thing. Uh, your, your sex is what you are born with, the physical equipment that you have, you know. Uh, gender uh, comes from four things your culture, society, family, and biology. Because like some cultures, genders behave differently and do like different things. Um, society is kind of like, uh, some people could call it stigma or pressure. Other people call it like, you know, um, like just like what you're supposed to behave like in a society. Your family, different families behave different, different ways, but like probably not to, any extremes for the most part and then biology does play a part in gender because mm -hmm. of the back to the more physical side of it yeah so yeah I, note, right? yeah I i do i i like that you pointed that out matt because i know um we received an email uh on this topic from somebody who emailed our podcast email you should go email by the way it's uh plato's corner six i believe plato's corner yeah, six at, at gmail.com yeah, and yeah. It also, I figured, it I figured out. I figured out also. I put, I think I put this in the I put this in the in the podcast description. But if you can also leave a voice message on the on like on the the web on the on the website where we our podcast comes from, so anchor.com. I believe that is in the, the podcast description, like for the overall podcast. I can I can add that in the description for this one too. But yeah, that's that's me. I have figured yeah. that out. So if you don't want to, if you don't like sending an email or writing an email you can just leave us a voice message yeah totally so um anyway we we had somebody email our podcast email um talking about gender and sex and when uh that email was sent mac asked me caleb what is can you can you explain to me the difference between gender and sex um and so i'm i am glad that you brought that up mac um because i mean there is a difference it's it's usually not, at least I believe it's usually not a super prominent difference. You know, most, most people in the world um, are biologically men, uh, or sorry, sexually men and um, men according to their gender. Um, and same for women. That is for almost all people in the world. 
Um, but there is a difference. Um, and that is the fact that sex, biological sex, uh, is determined by your chromosomes and um, usually by your body. Um, you know, there are, are those rare situations where a person is born with um, different uh, genitalia and different, you know, sometimes even different, even different um, bone structure um, and muscle structure uh, than uh, what their chromosomes, uh, than the gender their chromosomes say they are. Yeah, um, or, but, or for instance, if you get blood transfusion from someone of the opposite gender, you might you would have you 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 would have XX and XY chromosomes. Right. Yeah. You would have you would have those chromosomes from both genders in you just because you had yeah. part of the DNA from someone else. But but um, that that wouldn't make you into into into. Hold on. Hold on. Gender. We're not we're not there yet, Thomas. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh. So. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but you're you're that was like a big jump. Um but so I'm making so, a lot of those, trust me. You can rely on me for the big jumps of super controversial of little very uncontroversial subject to super controversial subject and no one and then wait for you to notice until that I made that. <laughs> so what were you saying, Caleb? Yeah, so so we have gender, uh, or sorry, sex, as I just defined it. And then gender is usually defined by your culture. I think that's the most major aspect of it, your culture, because your culture, gender would involve things like how you dress, how you act, how you speak even. And your culture will define that. Um, like in our culture, it is considered more generally more um more uh more manly or more masculine uh in terms of gender to um not wear a dress and it is considered more feminine uh in terms of gender to um to sometimes wear a dress uh, and that's right and that's a that's a culture thing because you know you you see other cultures especially ancient ones that had men wearing things very similar to dresses uh and that's definitely also part partially the evolution of our clothing but um it's also a big part of that is culture so culture i would say is the biggest defining point but anyway um i think what we wanted to talk about mainly here is those situations where people claim that their gender and their sex do not align and that even though they were born one one sex and they were born with xx or xy chromosomes they are uh, their gender is is um the opposite of that or just something completely different and and that um you know they were born a man and they now consider themselves a woman or they now consider themselves uh, something else because because of the um, because of how they feel mainly and, you know, their gender. Uh, or they so have, I think or that's they mainly actually what we're gonna, a, Yeah, or they got a uh, surgery to actually make, make them physically change their gender. Well, I mean, that is usually the culmination of those thoughts, yes. Yeah, or yeah. not usually, but, you know, so a lot Can of the be. time that is the culmination of those thoughts. Well, in Minnesota, at, at 12 years old, you can now get a gender... You can also get you can now get a gender switch surgery without your parents' permission. Yeah. 
So that's true. It's probably a lot um, more prevalent than we than we know because the parents aren't even you, know, you don't even have to get permission from your parents. Yeah, but you know, there's still does statistics. Have to pay for the surgery, you know. What was that, Mac? Oh, sorry. I said someone still does have to pay for the surgery. So That's true. It's pretty hard yeah. to pull that off without your parents' knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, even if your parents don't know, like even if you get a different relative or friend's parent or something to pay for it, uh, it you know, it's still going to be recorded. There's still statistics that tell us how many, yeah. how many people do get that. And, you know, not even, at least from what I've heard, not even all people who would consider themselves transgender want uh, a surgery. Some of them are fine being in the body that they are in, and they would just consider themselves more mentally or more uh, on the inside, um, the opposite gender. Yeah, as, as well as some of those surgeries, especially, especially where you get the surgery, can have very very much re- re- repercussions or not, not necessarily repercussions, but like long-term side effects that you, you won't be told about before you get surgery, but you'll figure it out eventually. I think we've drifted off topic a little bit. I was, think we have. Yeah. Okay. I have get, uh, get a, bit back a question to, the... to re-stimulate the conversation about what is like gender being like the mental side of things and sex being the physical part. But um, there are two things that we learned about in psychology about like how gender is created. So the textbook in psychology, um, it takes more of the stance that gender is a scale, like it's a fluid thing. It's a construct invented by people based upon their physical sex. And there are two theories that help. One is uh, social learning theory states that modeling. So like if you were to see your father or your mother behave in certain ways um, or correct you for for certain things, like if you tried to play with dolls, if you were a guy. The gender schema theory states that um, a child develops male or female schema, then observes and behaves accordingly. And I kind of had trouble with the word schema, but it... I, it's, I guess it's a, according to the internet, it's a syllogistic figure. So it uh, describes a pattern of thought or behavior. Okay. So anyway, I don't know how accurate these are. Do you guys believe that gender is a construct first? Um, first of all, so- do you think it's a real thing or something we've... Okay, so um, I, uh, I'll, I'll answer that question first, I guess, since Thomas just muted himself. But um, <laughs> so I would there's, say... There's a timer going off in the background. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. You, do you want to answer it first or should I? You, you answer it first. Okay, sure. So uh, it's, a, it's a really hard question because, I mean, I know that there will be our listeners who, who will um, believe both sides of that. Um, and so the question, if, if I understood you correctly, Mac, if I heard you correctly, sorry, um, was, is gender a social construct or is it a set thing that, um, is, is true for like, basically, is it an absolute, are you absolutely a man or absolutely a woman? 
was that the uh, am I correctly representing your question there? Let me rephrase it. Um, we're not definitively deciding for all time for the audience, but like, like what's your so like what is my current opinion as opinion. of right now? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so I would say that as of right now, my opinion is that uh, gender is not a social construct and that gender is set. Um, that is partially based on my biblical beliefs, my religious beliefs, and it is also partially based on um, science and what I believe science shows us. <clears throat> um, the biblical aspect of it would be that the Bible specifically states that God created man and woman, uh, no, uh, nothing in between, nothing outside of that, um, simply man and woman. And obviously, because of uh, the fact that we live in a fallen world, there will be, um, there will be, you know, there will be those who do not fit completely into one of those categories. Like, there are those who will, um, as I, you know, be in one of the situations that I said before, where your uh, your biological sex is uh, maybe a bit off. Um, but so so I don't believe that I don't believe that biology biological sex is a social construct. Um, gender, I would be more open to thinking that that is a social construct because again, uh, as we already said a lot of gender is based on culture. So, and, and culture is based on society. So if, if culture is society and culture determines um, a lot of what your gender will be like, then, you know, we have to come to the conclusion that gender is a social construct. Um, so, I mean, I would agree that, that gender is a social construct, at least most parts of it, um, but not at all sex. And the way I see it, so I actually place my beliefs off the Bible. Leviticus eighteen twenty two is, in my opinion, I have some. I know some people that agree, disagreed and said that this spot, this, this this verse does not mean what it what it what I think it means. But to me, it's pretty clear that it says that it's attestable to God to to have basically to, to sleep with someone that, that is the same gender as you and another person that same chapter it also says that you, that is attestable to wear the clothes of another of another gender so mm. my viewpoints are pretty clear there are two genders two sexes they, they don't they don't crossbreed they don't mix they can be scientifically made to mix but your gender is is always what you're born with and I don't believe that you can be born with two two genders. And if you are, and or if if someone if someone takes takes enough drugs when they're when they're pregnant, a lot of bad things can happen. But I do believe that most of the most of the things where we where we see someone who claims they were born with so and so, I believe that some of those stories are, are false or falsified. But obviously, I have no proof to back that part up, so I'm not going to blabber into that. But yeah, I believe that there are two genders. It's not defined by, by society. It's not defined by culture. What defines that gender can be defined by culture, but, but you can't. But I don't. I don't believe that that because of the culture we have more genders. 
I think they can change any culture. Like, like in the in Northern Europe, like males would wear um, like the, the short dresses or other other stuff. Or like in America, like a lot of men and women wear similar clothing, like jeans or like flannel or just like regular t-shirts and but i don't think that that defines what your gender is just just because you wear similar clothing or you wear or you wear um uh clothing that that is that is cut to fit both people to fit any everyone so that's um, an interesting thought there because like even though we do still wear the same types of clothing it is like tapered for the sex in some cases like like not a lot of well like you see certain styles among uh males versus like females like for instance i have not personally seen a lot of guys wearing like those really short shorts that you know like that's just a weird thing for a guy to wear Mm -hmm. for instance well hold on don't i mean let's not use the word weird because you know there are guys who do wear short shorts and we don't want to call them weird let's use the word uncommon like for instance, say that's a good point. Yeah, for instance, like my um, can I my cousin. What one yeah. second? Can I Thomas? Can I just say something about what you said before? Because yeah. I believe that we should call out fallacies like very soon after they are spoken. And I think that there was one in what you said um, when you quoted the Bible. I I do think that it is correct that um, the Bible says that it is de- detestable for. Uh, men to wear women's clothing or you know vice versa but i just wanted to point out that is not the what we're talking about we're not talking about whether um you know men should wear women's clothing or or even whether men should uh be allowed to um feel like they're women um what we're talking about is what makes that so you know with the clothing issue, it would, it would translate to, um, it would translate to what is men's clothing and what is women's clothing? Not should men be allowed to wear women's clothing? Um, because you know, the Bible obviously does clearly say that, uh, men should not wear clothing that is designed or that should be women's clothing, um, culturally, but it is still up to culture what men's and women's clothing is yeah like like and, if you're a runner it's typical for you to wear short shorts whether you're a guy or a girl or a very tight fitting outfit right like that that's normal like a biker but like right but i live in a college town and there are typically you see guys in like a crop top and i in my opinion i don't think that's that is that okay is, yeah that should be should be considered right Right. Yes. And and I would generally agree with that. But that's not what we're discussing, right? We're discussing what makes a crop top a woman's clothing and what makes um, something else a man's clothing. And like, I obviously the Bible says men should not dress in women's clothing. But I'm just pointing out that that um, was a bit of a fallacy because it wasn't, it didn't say anything about what makes men's and women's clothing and i think that culture okay. is what makes men's clothing men's yeah. and women's clothing women's which yeah, so would in, you agree with that yeah i would say that i just i just wouldn't say that since that 
if culture defines something, then that that culture can, can define gender. I think culture can define clothing and and roles in the family, but I don't think it defines gender. Well, remember the difference between gender and sex. Yeah, because you have like definitely culture doesn't define define sex as as we already all stated. <laughs> But, you know, gender, if if culture does define clothing and culture does define roles in the family, then culture has pretty much defined gender already. Yeah, but you see, so, but I define gender and sex. As I have same, a follow up. There, there is no difference. Oh, okay. obviously is not the popular opinion in Minnesota. Okay, so I think we've reached that place to disagree then mac what were you going to say and then we can talk further about that so my follow-up question is in general we're all like we all fall into the protestant vein of christianity um evangelicals you know right so from like our traditional perspective is like from you know the church's perspective not like us personally, is there a difference between gender and sex, like Thomas said? And what are the traditional views that like God thinks there's a difference or isn't a difference? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, that's definitely a good, a good question. Um, wh- wh- why don't you give us your thoughts on that, Mac? I feel like you've been asking the questions, but not really giving your your own opinion so far. So why don't you give us your yeah. answers to that first? Let's see. I don't claim to know all the answers, and I have been kind of like thinking about this. I mean, obviously, I don't know for sure yet. So in some cases, I'll keep my opinion to myself until I've formed, you know, a solid opinion based on the Bible. But I do believe typically gender and sex within the church, at least like this wasn't really a problem until like during the medieval times, you know, uh, wasn't really much of a problem, you know, people feeling like their gender and sex weren't aligned. Um, there was a lot of like sex stuff in ancient Greece, I think it was. Yeah. Or in also in Sodom and Gomorrah. And but I'm not the best studied of that time era, so I can't really. What's the What's the other city? I was just reading. You know, in in the city of the, of the Benjamites, like there was mm-hmm. gender issues have been around since basically since since the dawn of time. Well, remember that we we shouldn't equate um, gender issues with homosexuality. Um, mm-hmm. Very very different issues. Uh, yeah, I mean, they are in the same category called like in our culture today, we everyone really puts them in the same category, but I believe they are very different issues. Yeah. Whereas I, I put them in the same category. So, OK, yes, we see our, like, our, our, well, I mean, yeah. And, you know, most people who even disagree with you on a lot of what you would say would put them in the same category. That's why we have the LGBTQ uh, plus community. Yeah, um, because they are put in that same community um but i would just i would tend to disagree with that just because you know one is you know who you prefer having sex with basically and the other is um how do you feel um about 
your identity and uh, what gender you are. Yeah, but the point I was trying to make was um, typically, like, yes, there have always been those, like, sexual outliers who have not, like, conformed to the typical man, woman, etc., you know, patterns that have been typical um, throughout history. But it, it seems to me like there's been a spike in interest in gender and sex and, you know, intersexual uh, mental behaviors and, like, things of that sort um like recently within the past like 100 years or so yeah but i feel like traditionally within the church at least gender and sex have said have been seen to be as one thing if that makes sense yeah, yeah. i feel like part of that might be just you know up until recently in history just most people didn't think to differentiate between the two like uh at least that's what i would say and i would also um i was gonna say something else but i forgot what it was now uh so yeah anyone else can talk about what yeah i was gonna say so um just since since i actually don't enjoy talking about my opinions on on gender roles but i just want to say so I the way I see it, and my 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 beliefs are very um, con- concrete, and they won't be changed. So I believe that it is very concrete, just two genders, and they are, and they can't be separated from their from their sexes. But I don't want to discuss that. I'm just going to discuss whether or not that's true, because I, I, honestly, those those discussions are very get very toxic very quickly. But yeah, I do. I do, I do, I do agree that today's culture has has definitely evolved to seeing it that way. Whether 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 right or wrong, but it definitely, it definitely has evolved, and it definitely that's that's definitely true. Yeah. Okay. So I I feel like in order to have this conversation, we all need to start with the same basic premise. So I feel like we do yeah. need to back up and go to. Um, what like the difference between gender and sex again because you know um i definitely believe there's a difference between gender and sex i believe that almost all the time they go hand in hand but um thomas i would be interested in knowing what you think i mean what i mean okay so nobody can dispute that there is a difference between gender and sex because gender means something that is different than what the word sex means but what you're saying thomas i believe is that gender always goes along with sex. In other words, if your gender is male, then your sex is also male. And that is what happens all the time. Yes. Would you, and that there, is that? Yeah, and, and that there's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no quote unquote workaround or there's, there's no other exceptions. It's just concrete. Cause that's what, that's what the Bible says. And the Bible doesn't say anything. It, in fact, but the fact that there are actually a lot of examples of sexuality in the bible which i don't think is any different or it's considered differently i want to be sensitive people have called me homophobe before i don't think that's true because uh, god calls to love people but people have called me that before but yeah the bible actually paints those those people as the wicked in the world which i'm not trying to don't take that as as i'm condoning anyone anyone who believes that they're anything but just perfectly perfectly straight, perfectly aligned. 
Because I mean, yeah, the Bible we, paints we us all as the wicked, you know. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> yeah, but good point. Kevin. Those are like extra wicked. But yeah, anyway, anyways, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want people to get off this tour of this podcast and be like, well, he's definitely homophobic. He hates hates all gay people because he thinks that they're wrong. I, I don't hate gay people. I think that everyone is a creation of God. And everyone is is beautiful to God, and we we as humans might might find flaws in people. Might think that someone opinions are wrong or just completely horrible which some are like people who believe in genocide like that is pretty indisputable like nazis but, guys we can all yeah. agree nazis are horrible <laughs> but if you if, if you were a nazi you wouldn't consider yourself horrible so that's only from a certain point of view or someone who is a gen who does believe in genocide doesn't think that they're deliberately they're horrible or maybe they do and that's why they believe in it but yeah so i just would like to I just want to like to say, don't get don't get upset at me. Don't stop stop listening because you strongly disagree. But I do realize I'm in Minnesota. I'm in one of the most liberal towns in Minnesota. So I realize 99 percent of people in my town disagree, but I'm okay with that because God, yeah. the Bible calls us just to to stand up for what we believe in, whether we have a conviction. Like I'm not saying that that Caleb isn't a Christian because he believes differently. I'm saying he has a different conviction to me. My conviction is. Our, our convictions are all are all separate to ourselves and god calls us to have a conviction otherwise we would we we would just be we would just be mindless slaves right. yeah and i mean just just in case um you know you guys might be uh or when i say you guys i'm talking to the listeners um just in case you guys might um be uh wondering about this uh, all of us respect each other's opinions um, because we are all capable of having mature conversations about them. Um, so, yeah, I respect Thomas's opinions, even if they're different than mine. Same goes for Mac and Seth when he is here. Uh, that does not necessarily mean that I believe the same thing as them all the time, but that it does mean that I respect that they have different convictions and different moral viewpoints than I do. And that's that's okay. Obviously, there is always only one truth, but in the in the times when um, it is unclear what that truth might be, I'm open to discussion and debate about it. And that's why I um, respect that other people have different viewpoints. Yeah. Um, but back to the topic, <laughs> uh, Thomas, can you repeat the last point that you made before you uh, went on the? Um, uh, t- tangent um i don't really remember what you said okay um i don't remember back do you remember what i said i don't it was i had just talked about the difference between or i i just brought us back to talking about the uh the difference between gender and sex yeah i'm just actually just like i need to talk to this so I'm just like... okay so so what I what I got from what Thomas said, and Mac, you can um, hop in on this too if you want, but I'm I'm thinking that Thomas and I both agree that uh, sex and gender are different, like are different in the sense that they mean different things. It's just that Thomas believes that they don't or that they always work together. Um, in other words, gender means one thing, sex means another. But if you are um, a man according to your sex, you are also always going to be a man according to your gender. Is that a good yep. representation of your viewpoint, Thomas? But see, see, yeah. So that's a representation of 
the viewpoint as established, but I, once again, I'm going to have to disagree. I believe that it is concrete and they are the same. I don't, I don't believe that there is any, there's any differences between, <coughs> between gender and sex and everything that falls under that umbrella. I think that it is all very concrete and not, it, can't, it can't be changed. I mean, science can find a way to change it, but in my mind and in several other people's minds, especially people that I know, they believe the same that it, 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 it shouldn't be changed and that doing it is wrong. Not that I'm, I can't condone people that do it. I can say that I, I don't support you, which is personally fine because people have, we have the right as humans to say we don't support someone in their decision, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that you're evil or that you're, you're a Satan, you're a satanic witch because you decided that you wanted to like girls instead of guys or vice versa or, Vice, vice versa, diagonal. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about it to be scientifically accurate. But yeah, I, yeah, I have very strong viewpoints. I do believe that they are the same, though, and there's no difference in the, de- in the definitions. Okay. okay, so just, I so, gender and sex, those are just words. Okay, um, you yes, know, I know, like, yeah, yeah. So like, and it they have had different meanings like since they were since those words were created it's not like at one point they were synonymous they they've always had different meanings from each other gender is a little bit or no sex is a little bit more specific than gender well sex sex has it has a has a couple different definitions well yes i'm talking about sex as in biological sex as in yeah yeah i know yeah but But, um that definition of sex yeah, no, but growing up, I was taught gender and sex was the word. That's why, that's why when you were when you were little, or at least when I was little, you always said gender because saying sex sounds like you're saying a naughty word. <laughs> right. So yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like according to your beliefs, gender and sex will always go hand in hand because if you are sexually a man, you are your gender is also man. I'm just saying that the words they they mean different things. Yeah. And like, like yeah. people can believe either that they always go hand in hand or that they never do, or that they sometimes do, but the words do mean different things. Like, that's just a fact. And like, yes, you might think like you obviously do. And I mean, I would tend to agree with you that gender and sex almost always are the same in the sense that, you know, again, if yeah. you are sexually a man, you're also a man according to yeah. your gender. But, but also, the, at the, at, yeah, the words at themselves point, do mean different. Like they're more. Just, the word "sex" is more specific than gender, and like yeah, it, it, it can have be, different yeah. definitions. I just don't. Yeah, I, I just very concrete that each of the definitions have has has two things, that, two categories that fall under. But yeah, I do believe at this point in our culture, it is it is like it's like it is it's too it's 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 too difficult to try and explain that they are the same. Because everything in our culture is 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 about, or I don't, I don't know, not, not everyone who listens to this podcast is from Minnesota, and I realize other states have very different um, cultures. But yeah, I do believe though that at this point in our culture, that they are def- there are different definitions. You don't you don't have to accept it as that. You can you can you can still accept it like I do that they are the same and they always have been the same. 
but you know, at this at this point in our culture, it's it's they 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 have to be different, like what like what Caleb said. Yeah, and so I think I'm beginning to understand what you mean by the word same. Are you are you meaning that um, they're the same in the sense that I mean they should be considered the same because they do always go hand in hand? So there's not really any reason to differentiate them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see that now because, um, yeah, what I was saying was just, you know, the words mean different things, but I mean, yeah, if you I've think always that seen they... it as, a, as direct, direct synonyms, but at this point in our culture or this point just in America, they're not, they're not, they're not the same. They're different at this point, but I've still, I still believe that they, that they're, that, that truly they're, they're, they're the same. But even the okay. yeah. even 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 though even though everyone and everyone says that they're not, I still absolutely believe they're not. Okay, so yeah. I'm I'm glad we got that cleared up then. So okay. um, <laughs> sorry Mac for hasn't talked for a while. Yeah, sorry about that, Mac. I I just felt like that needed to be you know we needed to establish that same premise before we got into the um yeah. main. No, it makes sense. Here. So the next step of that after we've established that as of right now in our culture the words gender and sex uh have to mean different things so the next step would be um i mean we've already established what those two words mean sex uh refers to your biology your chromosomes gender would refer to you know uh the the ideas of what those of what that biology and chromosomes should represent so Or you know, the way to say is another way to say is sex is is physical, gender is spiritual, or, um, or just yeah. it's 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 in the it, it's in the mind. Yeah, mental or emotional, spiritual. Yeah, mental, yeah. one of those. That's I would for. say it like you know, sex. Yeah, yeah, a good example would be sex is um, a doctor always, always noticing. Physical. Yeah, sex sex is you have a penis gender is what culture um i i I would say mainly culture uh what culture then says you need to act like and be like because of the fact that you have that so like you need to and that and that brings us to the topic of gen gender roles which is what we need to use you need to use the, the, the the male bathroom Right, exactly, exactly. Or you or need to uh, in, not yeah, or, dress in skirts or dresses. Or you had to sit on on the on the left side of the church, and the woman had had to sit on the right side of the church. <laughs> right, or or of the school, like you have to yeah. sit on. Yeah. So gender would be what society tells you, um, you have to do because of your sex. Um, I I, I would say so. From that, we can very smoothly transition into the topic of gender roles. So because of your sex, what should be your role in society and more importantly, in marriage and in the family? Um, since I asked that question, I'll open that up to you yeah. two answering it first. Yeah, so that's 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 an interesting question. But like, the, I don't know, before I answer the question, like I have to point out that with with the whole quote unquote confusion of of in my opinion confusion of gender and sex it leaves a space because in our call in, in specific cultures 
either the, it's either the man or the woman is the head of the household. But when those roles are indistinct, it makes the head of the household indistinct, which also in a ways leads to more divorce, a higher divorce rate and other problems that our, that our society is, is facing and is, is sort of in some ways is kind of, is sort of trying to ignore my, in my opinion. But yeah, I do believe, but did you have anything to say, Mac, before I keep going? Yeah, Mac, um, you can go ahead and give your answer to the question that I just asked. Can you restate it slightly again? Yeah, sure. So it's like, um, so uh, what society tells you um, to do based on your sex, That uh, how does that play a role in marriage and in the family? So like right. if you are a man, um, should you act a certain way in marriage and in the family and if so how should that how should you act same with uh a woman all right so for this one i've actually uh thought about not like this thought specifically but it applies to this thought and is it will the an- the short answer is it varies greatly depending upon whether you are a christian or not and even like Christians don't agree. But so it kind of seems like in a lot of cases, Christians expect the world to like live to their standards in like certain things. Like for instance, you know, this whole LGBTQ stuff, like they think it's sinful. Yes. But they also, I don't want to say judge because judging is something that Christians are always taught like not to do but more like christian who had chosen to make a wrong choice if that makes any sense at all but like a lot of these people who feel this way just are not interested in christianity at all so i mean i guess you could say it's unfair i still believe it's like wrong like i believe god created That's what the Bible says, and it's what I believe. Do you want to repeat but, that, Mac? And the you, woman you cut out for like 10 oh. seconds there. Yeah, you did. All right. Um, I believe I was saying uh, that I, I still believe it, you know, the family is was instituted by God and is supposed to function a, a certain way. Um, with the man as the the head of the household and the woman helping uh, support the man in what he does. Um, Whether that's sexist or not is probably a conversation for later. But so I believe as a Christian, we are families are instituted in a very specific way according to your sex and gender. However, according to the world, I believe it's, a personal decision because like you know i can't really hold someone who doesn't agree with me to the same standards that i would hold uh my brother in christ to mm-hmm. if that makes if that, no, makes, that makes sense um yeah. so thomas did you have any any further thoughts on that did you want to go into like like uh, what cultures do or just just gen- be more general uh can you 
like be more uh, descriptive with that? Like, what do you mean go into what like what what, do? what what cultures have for their? I'll just say yeah. So yeah. So like in in America at the present, it is still in 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 many cases that the male is still the head of the family. But so okay, what do we mean by the head of the family? So by the head of the family, I'd say that means they make. They, they, they manage the checkbook they make decisions or they, they usually have the ultimate decision in, in matters which which is and what's that and again everything everything is still managed by the couple but yeah i'd say biblically speaking because the, the bible does say the man is the head of the household but yeah wait okay so where are you where are you getting that information i'm i'm curious well, in, in, in the in the in the Bible, it, it says that the that no, the I'm saying like, where are you getting the information of? Where are you getting the information of? In America, men are usually the head. Of well, typically, or at least the family. So. At least most of the people that I know, the man is still the head of the household. Obviously, different cultures. Like I have friends that are Hispanic, okay. and the mother is usually the head of the household in Hispanic families. Yeah, or in like Caribbean families. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, saying maybe we should keep it to, unless we have a specific statistics that that we're going to cite, we should probably keep it to our personal experience rather than like, you know, in America. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, but I mean, that has been my personal experience too. You know, that might be because all of us uh, are part of the Christian community and a lot of the families we interact with. Um, I mean, I won't speak for you guys, but a lot of the families I interact with are also part of the Christian community. And a part of that is holding to that tradition or usually a part of that is holding to that tradition of uh, the man being the head of the household. Yeah. Um, Mac, did you want to add anything to that definition that we're giving of the head of the household? Um, so, so far we have finances and just having the final say in general decision making um would you say there's anything else uh, involved in being the head of the household i mean you know excluding whether that is the man or the woman uh you know is there anything else involved in it yeah i would say um with a lot of uh the the child raising which is also like another conversation but like you know part of being the head of the household is like being the very best example you can and the way you treat your wife and the way you raise your children. Like, I mean, there's some lessons that like a man can teach his children in a way that's like, like not as easy for like the mother, like, oh, totally. you know, just with the, with the way the roles interact. And I mean, I would say that there are also definitely lessons that a mother can teach uh, children that a father, that's why the family unit is created the way it is i believe because um the females the mothers um are are meant to teach the children some lessons of life the males the fathers are meant to teach the children other lessons and i would not say that those are the same lessons in every family like every man is not supposed to teach his children specific lessons um mm-hmm. but yeah 
uh, you know, you have, you definitely have those specific lessons in each individual family that the father teaches. And then those ones that the, the mother teaches, yeah. um, just based off of their personal experiences and what they have experienced in their life and how, um, yeah. and the lessons that they learned from their parents even. Yeah. And the, and the thing with that is that's like, that's not like, in my opinion, in my opinion, that's like, that can't be like a, that, that can't be opinionized like because we see a lot of families especially with nowadays where with, with a really high with a much higher divorce rate that we see a lot of single moms single dads and typically the children that grow up in that situation are usually either missing fundamentally fundamental things or like they didn't or for instance or they didn't grow up with something or they just something had broken like a friend of mine grew up in a dysfunctional family and she has a lot of mental health issues, which I'm not saying came from a divorce. I'm just saying that a lot of that can stem just, just mistakes the parents made. Like in, in the Bible also, it says that your mistakes you make will carry on to your future, future, future generations. Mm. Yeah. May totally. I use myself as an example for this? Yeah, Mac, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know this, uh, my father died when I was six years old due to cancer. Um, you know, that's, I believe, is evidence for a family. Not that my mother wasn't, you know, like everything I needed, but obviously, you know, growing up without a father is is definitely an experience that I would not wish upon anyone. And, uh, you know, you said uh, mental health issues. Uh, I'd struggled with sadness a lot as a kid. Like, I believe it was depression. It was, you know, we, it was a rough time. But personally, that's why I believe, like, like the nuclear family, the, the traditional family is so important and something that I believe that it would be much harder, if not impossible, for any other type of gender-styled uh, family with not as traditional gender roles uh, growing up to be able to accomplish, especially through a Christian lens, is something that I believe is impossible because it isn't instituted by God. So that's mm -hmm. that's how I grew up, you know. I was yeah. Out, I actually I actually did not know that until now because I didn't I didn't I didn't want my, my make, make it make you feel bad, Max, like I was calling you out or anything. I actually was not aware of that. I've never, I never met your met your mom, so I was assuming yeah. that you had two. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's, that's yep. also a, that's sadly that's actually reality that lots of people we know you have you haven't met their parents yet, or you don't know the parents. Surprise! They don't have they they don't they don't have parents. They have a parent, or they have yeah. a legal yeah. guardian because both the parents yeah. are gone. Or, but yeah, but yeah, or yeah, but the other, the other thing is though, I have friends who have families divorced and they actually, and they prefer that because they get like double presents or some, some things are nicer. But then again, I met, met someone a little bit ago or like last week that her parents are like two hours away. So it's actually very difficult for her to travel back and forth in school situation. It's like mm. very painful because she's constantly 
not she's not consistently going to one school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so Mac, I I did have a couple questions for you since we are using you as an example if if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Okay, so um it's it's kind of a two-part question. So it's did you have a person in your life who who stepped up to kind of be that that fatherly figure to you? And if so, how do you feel that that shaped you into the man that you are today? And if not, um, how do you feel that that um, <laughs> that your manliness might be lacking? No, <laughs> that how, <laughs> like how do you feel that maybe you know if you had had that father figure, uh, you would like what what skills or or what abilities do you think you might have gained from that? Um, well, first of all, it's really hard to, to pinpoint, like, who I can attribute, like, learning the roles of being, like, a man, a, a Christian man, I should say, yeah. from, from, um, you know, from in my life as growing up, because, uh, you know, I don't want to leave anyone out, but at the same time, there were, like, a lot of people, like, you know, uncles, I was baptized by my uncle, um, you know, my grand, my grandfathers, uh, the men in the church, I always had people that I could like look at and see like, well, how do they treat their wives or how do they raise their children? As for how I would have developed differently, um, I know there are some things like personally that I would have, that would have changed a whole lot. Um, especially with, you know, my character, but not necessarily attributed to, like, like my masculinity, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I, I feel like this is less, less of, like, a gender-specific thing, but it also is at the same time. Um, you know, my dad was really into baseball, and to this day, I'm not really into baseball all that much. And baseball is sort of like a traditional guy thing, yeah. I guess you could say. But, you know, I enjoy playing it, not really enjoy watching it. The opportunity to play doesn't really come around that often, so sure. I'm just not a huge baseball person. Um, you know, I feel like I, I couldn't have known how I would be different until I had grown up with a father and had, had that role modeled for me, if that yeah. makes any sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so but also, um, yeah. Uh, can can I go ahead? Yeah. Or okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I just I wanted to um, talk about some of the some of the things that that my dad has um, has shown me about masculinity because you know the the woman uh, th this is something that I think just logically is pretty clear in gender roles. A man will teach his sons how to be a man because he knows how to be one. He, in, in fact, he's had a lot of experience being one. Usually men are the ones with experience being men. <laughs> um, um, so, or in fact, a quick, yeah, I was just a quick uh, second before we moved on. So I didn't catch. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So Max, did you say that you, you did have a type of father figure? Or like a friend that that extra father, or you didn't. I missed that part. 
there were many people in my life, especially in the church and within my family, that I could always like look at mm-hmm. as okay, you know, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, what was that? Saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, men men have experience with being men, so they're usually the ones to teach their sons how to be how to be men. Um, women have experience being women because they've been one their whole life. And so (laughs) I know, right. Uh, how surprising, but, uh, so they're usually the ones teaching their daughters how to be women. And obviously the interpretation of how to be a man and how to be a woman will change from family to family. Um, even in the Christian community, there's a lot of different, uh, things that people believe a man should do and that a woman should do. But uh, like will... for instance, up up into World War II, women didn't work. Women were exactly the bread breadwinner. They worked at home, or they their their job was homeschooling. Because up until like I think it was the 1800s, there wasn't public schooling. Because right, little people most most people don't know that actually everyone was actually forced to public school, and like their kids were would get, would get taken away from them if they didn't put them in, put them in the, in the government's new program. Which is interesting because now people people are still against homeschooling because they eventually made, made it legal again, but that used to be the norm. Yeah. Let's so not get all the people that aren't, that aren't homeschoolers, but let's not get too off topic here. But okay, yeah. So like, yeah, back then, um, women's duties and men's duties uh, in the family structure were very, very specific and very traditional, and um, because of that, I wouldn't say that's exactly how it should be all the time. Um, but because of that, we can see that uh, it is and has always been a fact that the women teach the, their daughters how to be women. Um, I'm sure back then, women were were teaching uh, their daughters, you know, what the women's duties were. And the men will teach their sons how to be men. You know, obviously, there will be teaching for both of, for the sons and daughters coming from both parties. But generally on the things that are gender specific such as you know um talking to like a mother talking to her daughter about puberty and stuff like that and like periods and stuff like that that will be the mother's job because she has more experience with that um other things and vice versa yeah exactly exactly um because you know it's it's better for the person with more experience on the topic to teach yeah. the person who will have experience with that topic. So yeah. anyways, um, my dad, uh, so, something, some stuff that, that he has shown me about being a man. Um, my dad has a, a big thing that he has shown me is a strong work, work ethic. My dad definitely has a strong work ethic um, in like everything he does. And that has encouraged me to um have that more in my life especially in terms of just setting my mind to something and then just doing it um you know obviously i'll have days where i'm unmotivated but generally my that is something that my dad has taught me about how to be a man because men have strong work ethics i'm not saying women don't but I'm not speaking for women because I'm not one, but men have strong work, work ethics. That is a, a truth. Uh, and if you're, you don't have a strong work ethic, then I would question your manliness. Maybe you're not, you're not quite there yet. <laughs> um, 
and as, as well that like in this kind of cultures today like a lot of women have a job yeah that's why the, but like all of us were homeschooled and all of our i don't I, I don't know about i don't know about you or mac i don't know about mac caleb or stuff but i know my my mom doesn't work she's a stay-at-home mom and yeah. uh, that's difficult for some people some people their their dad can support the family on his own but yeah with with the rise of women having jobs we've i believe as an indirect or direct result we've also seen a higher divorce rate because families are aren't doing aren't aren't acting as how they used to be where the the mother would would always be with the kids and the father would always would be would be working when he was home it's yeah i i think i think i'm not trying to discriminate or saying that women shouldn't have jobs i think they definitely should especially because they, they, they shouldn't be they should it's very good for them to be independent but yeah i do believe that that indirectly has res, has resulted in a higher divorce rate mm. because be, before before the, the this more modern era you needed like you needed like proof that they were cheating on you to get a, a to get a legal divorce now it's very easy at this point yeah which is really it's really sad actually that that we've changed that yeah because my my grandparents both divorced in fact my mom was on a sister's vacation and all of her sisters are all divorced so it's it's yeah. really sad at this point yeah and but remember so that remember that work ethic doesn't necessarily have to mean in your job you know my dad definitely majorly showed me that through his job my mom also showed me that because i was homeschooled and i uh, learned a lot from my mom because she was the one majorly homeschooling me and you know work ethic is definitely represented in a mom who does homeschool her kids I think yeah. a lot more than in a than in a mom who has a job because yeah. I think it is very very hard to be a stay-at-home mom it's not just uh, I, and I, I think to say differently is extremely disrespectful to any woman who has ever done that because it is it is very hard. It is one of the hardest things that you can do. And I believe a lot of women um, are called to, to do that. And I believe some aren't. Um, but for, for those of them who are, that it's not like that's some light duty that, oh, you get, you, you're just going to be a stay at home mom. You're just, you're just going to watch your kids and, you know, just teach yeah. them all about how to live their lives and just, you know, teach them math and science and English and, and just like, just, you know, make meals for them. Uh, just keep them under control, keep them from killing each other. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's totally such an easy job. No, it's not. It's like one of yeah, the I most can... difficult and therefore honorable things that someone can do. Even if yeah, you are I've, a stay-at-home dad, that is still very, very honorable, and you deserve the respect of those around you because it's most likely that that is harder than the job they do. Yeah, like I have, I have a lot of friends that are my age, and they've decided they can't be a stay-at-home mom. Like maybe they're raised homeschooled, but they don't, they don't have the mental capacity or the, or maybe even like the maybe they weren't good enough in school or understand enough concepts to even think that they even could do that, which isn't a bad thing. There's a reason why women have jobs today because having a job in in some respects, depending on your job, it can be a lot easier than raising or not necessarily raising kids, but teaching your kids every day yeah. and being with them 24-7. There's a reason why a lot of families today 
don't see their kids or they see their kids are gone for more than they see them, which also leads to more dysfunctional families. Yes. But, but that's that at this point in time, that's, that can't be changed. Like we have to live with that. We have to embrace it and we have to deal with it. We have to make it better. But the majority of people are still, are still doing public school, which has definitely gotten better over the years. And at a point where there are, there are pros and cons of both still homeschoolers can definitely get some more things out, but obviously public schoolers are better in the, in, in the, like, in like the real world. And obviously in social socialization, as most homeschoolers do all, everything from home and are not very social. Yeah. But yeah, there are definitely pros and cons of both. For instance, yeah, or like because in homeschooling, you could choose everything you, you do. You don't you don't have to learn about what the what what the government wants you to learn or learn. To, for instance, like a skewed history. I've had some of my public school friends have told me that they stuff that they've had to learn. But yeah, there are pros and cons of both. But the biggest con of homeschooling is that it's a lot more taxing on the on the, on the mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mac, did like... you... Oh, sorry. Um, I the homeschooling. I just uh, had a thought about that. I did think it was really funny during COVID because everybody was more or less homeschooled, <laughs> like class from home. Yes, but you know they still had to like do a lot of the work and like. Yeah. I saw a meme where like yeah. it was talking about like how homeschool moms were kind of seen as like kind of like weirdos, but then like during covid they were like the champs because they they had it all down yes. and like knew what to do i just yeah we i have... just found that really funny yeah um, yeah i have several public school friends who have switched who have migrated over to, over to homeschooling this year because either they with one of my friends they enjoy doing they they like their online schooling because like when they when they switch back in person they didn't switch back because they like being at home they like being with their family all day and on top mm-hmm. of that they finish your school early, they got to go play video games instead of not, instead of only getting, instead of only being able to do that after school, which I think that was their biggest reason to do homeschooling, honestly. Oh, yeah. They had free, that they could do home video games whenever they want or that. Yeah, also <laughs> you're a lot more flexible. Like for instance, I could do all of my schoolwork on one day. Like last week I was sick two days. My birthday was in the third. I did all my schoolwork on one day, which you can't do that in public school. You have to go in every day. You you can you can call in you can write a note you can be sick but then you'll be falling behind whereas homeschooling unless you have like a curriculum like the way that that us us, us in the podcast have done like a, like with like South Heights or Cosmo conversations you can fall behind it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you have you you don't have deadlines or you have deadlines but they're, they're your mom's deadlines so they very flexible and you're not gonna get points off because you you were sick because your mom understands that right and the public school system can only understand that to a certain level because children will lie or they will make up excuses or they will write their own notes or i don't know i don't know right. how they work how they do how they do that nowadays but i know how they've done in the past and obviously there's a there's there's a flaw in every system yeah so I all this gotten... yeah i was gonna i was just gonna bring us yeah, back a to the off. topic so all this to say uh Mothers or fathers who homeschool their children, um, and you know there is a difference between a stay-at-home mom and a stay-at-home homeschool mom. You know, not all stay-at-home moms homeschool their children. In fact, a yeah. lot don't. A lot of moms are stay-at-home and just 
you know, their children are still public schooled. But even even if that is the case, I would say being a stay at home mom and raising your children until they get into school is even harder than having uh, a normal job. Um, and that's whether you're a man or a woman. I think raising children is the most honorable and the toughest thing that any of us can do because we are then responsible for the way that child turns out in life. Um, but so, so all that to say, uh, no matter what um, gender roles uh, we're going to assign, <laughs> uh, it's, still, it's still honorable whether you are um, working or whether you are staying at home. Not, neither one of those is less honorable um, or, or defining of your work ethic than the other is. Um, but so to bring us back to the topic of gender roles, though, um, we haven't we haven't really talked much about those except for the fact that uh, men should teach their sons how to be men and women should teach their daughters how to be women. Um, would you say that that or would both of you say that those are really just the general responsibilities and there's not really anything more specific Um or would you guys say that there is something more specific that, that we should add into there? Yeah, I see that, I see that I, that's pretty general, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like, I, yeah, and just in a general way, obviously that can mean so many different things, but in a general way, men should do things that end up teaching their sons how to be men mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah, what do you think, Mac? I feel like part of the role of fatherhood, and I would also say motherhood, but also in a different way is teaching like, yes, teaching their, their um, children of that gender, how to portray their gender from a Christian's perspective, but also how to treat the other gender. Like typically this mm. can be seen in males as raising their sons to be gentlemen and to treat the women with respect and, and kindness and whatever the, whatever um, the arguments against, uh, the Christian nuclear family arrangement and stuff. Um, I do believe one thing it's pretty hard to take offense at is is a guy holding open the door for a lady to be polite. You know, it's hard. To I mean, you'd be surprised that. at what people can get offended by these days, Mac. <laughs> I mean, yes, I know, but it's but yes, I would agree with you. So that's um, one way. Yeah. Unless we've gone into the specifics of what, you know. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that. So, like, um, and yeah, for for women, I believe that that goes the same. Teaching their their daughters how to treat men. Like, um, we probably uh, have less to say about that just because none of us are women. So we shouldn't be telling women how to treat us. <laughs> yeah. Well, once, well, once we get a girl on here to, to do. Right. And uh, I have some ideas for, yes, I have some ideas for female guests that we can invite yeah, on. I on do. Here. I, I do as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of female friends who would be interested in coming on here because they're very, very smart, very intelligent, very, um, debateful, argumentative, <laughs> but um 
yes yeah, once so, we get so, a girl not, on here we can yeah. speak more about women but yeah um, i do as well i'm not i'm not sure about not sure about the smart part but whoa <laughs> whoa um, you well, might my, have, my, my friends my friends, my friends, friends are, are a lot of my friends are smarter than me and it's 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 hard it's really hard to to, to, to like acknowledge that because that's very yeah. humble of you thomas very, good job very difficult <laughs> that, that, that took me a lot but anyway I'm, I'm, I'm crying you can't see me i'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah. uh so as men as men we can all speak on the fact that uh that fathers um should teach their sons how to treat women and that that is something that we all agree on in this podcast that um that men should treat women with dignity and respect and that um i mean every everyone as a human inherently deserves dignity and respect it's a human right um but uh as as men we should treat women with a special kind of dignity and respect um to show them that we view them with value and worth um on a different level than we view men with value and worth uh it, yeah so i think we should start wrapping up okay yeah so i had a question for caleb though so okay. in the with nowadays with homosexual families how does that work with the gender roles in the family so um that that is an extremely hard topic because i i would say that um, a child that grows up in a homosexual family with either two dads or two moms um, will not uh, have that source, at least not from inside the family, of teaching from the other gender. And I believe that every, every child, no matter what gender, has things that they can learn from a mom and a dad. Um, even if you're a uh, a male and your dad is going to be the main one teaching you, you definitely have a lot of things you can also learn from your mom, <clears throat> just because she's an adult who has had more life experience than you. Um, so with, let's, let's just use the example of a girl who grows up in a house with two dads. So um, she will not get that input that she would normally get from a woman um, from a mother, uh, unless that is from an outside source. So let's say one of the guys has a sister that is around a lot. She might get that input from her, but she will not like one thing that I am willing to say for certain is that a man can never be a mother and that a woman can never be a father. It's just, it's a completely different. It's not, it's, it's a role that a, person that is not a the that of that gender it's can a provide. line that, that it's a line that, that that shouldn't be crossed or it, it can be attempted i'm sure there are examples that of i don't, I don't know off the top of my head but i'm sure examples of people that it was functional for instance yeah. mac's family but well, mac, it's yeah only, it's only to a certain extent though yeah and i hesitate <laughs> to call it functional but more like more like um you know, you have to make do because obviously yeah. more like God makes it work out. Yeah. Like, that's yes, what that's, I said to a, to a, to a certain extent. And, but right. it's mostly without the help with whereas a father figure or a legal guardian or 
God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I do think we should wrap it up just because we don't want to intimidate people too much with the runtime here. Um, yeah. So, I mean, any any last thoughts from either of you? Um, I would like to say, um, as always, uh, viewers, feel free to disagree with us um, on anything. You can let us know in an email. If you would like to hear further discourse on these topics or any specific thoughts that might contribute to the conversation, feel free to let us know. We're not afraid of disagreements. And we, as always, we try our very best to disagree in a kind of polite way with each other and with you guys. Um, we just like to hear uh, unity of ideas that don't typically uh, get talked about. So thank you. Yeah. And as I've said before, um, everything is just to a certain extent. I have people who have called me homophobic before. And I don't enjoy that term. I don't, I don't enjoy being called a, a hater of anyone. So you can you can definitely I'm not I'm not gonna condone you if you if you if you if you ask if you ask me specifically a question about any gender or sex issue. But yeah, please don't please don't make send us and send me an angry email about how about how I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine it or or make anyone feel bad if they do. But yeah. But and then and also realize that we will also you send us opinion. We, we can only take. We can take it with. The, we'll take it with a grain of salt. If you've heard that term, like we're not going to instantly evolve that into or it, involve that into what we believe. But also, like like the definition of good science, we have to look at. You have to look at both sides. You have to look at of every issue that's why that's how that's why we have the people we have in our podcast because we don't agree on a lot of things especially especially me and caleb as you saw today but yeah <laughs> so please please feel feel free to um to just to, to be open discussing things with us as we said earlier we have a medium for leaving oral messages which is for the specifically topics like that are more controversial, that's probably better because then we can tell your tone of voice or your inflection, not to be creepy, but like we can tell it, like it's hard to tell in a, in a, in a um, email if someone's being sarcastic or if they're completely serious or we offended them in some horrific way. But yeah, you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it any one way, but I believe we, I believe I will, I will reshare I'll, I'll put in the description of this episode all the contact information that you want to contact us in form of communication. Okay, so if you guys don't have any uh, further thoughts, I'll share my final thoughts and then I can go ahead and wrap it up. Um, one more thing about the emails. The viewers should be aware that if you send us an email, we're not going to use your name and like disclose anything personal you said in yes. the email unless we get your permission so yeah 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 so um just you know my final thoughts before we wrap up i i would agree with everything thomas and max said we're we're very we're you can go going, ahead, yeah uh yeah so we're gonna try to be very um respectful and um 
understanding with each other on this podcast. All of us have had different life experiences. Um, those different life experiences have led us to have different opinions. And I'm sure that is the exact same with you, our listeners. Um, and so, uh, yeah, feel free to email us um, with at, at Plato's Corner 6 at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns. Um, we would absolutely love to uh, get your emails and also email us about any topics you would think would be interesting for us to talk about in the future. Um, we would also love that. Uh, we eventually will run out of our own ideas <laughs> and also email us if you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, because yeah. we are open to that. Um, if you have something interesting that, that is about you that we could like interview about interview you about or something like that. Um, that would be great. And we can uh, discuss that uh, if you email us about that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode yep. of Plato's corner. Um, I was um, quick actually. Yeah, I would, oh, yeah, sure. I would like, like let's say though for 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 having collaborations or slash guests in the, on the on podcast, we're probably going to stick to us inviting people for the first couple of people we have on there, just so we just so we can judge how that works and do we want to have mm -hmm. five people on the podcast talking at once, or are we going to do like a two of us and another person? So right. yeah, so you can definitely send us send us send us if you want to be on the podcast, tell us because or tell us in, in tell us in person. Or on our various social media but yeah obviously if you have an important thing to say you can tell us on social media but if it's important or a question make sure you send it to the to our email instead our email as well just just so that we, we don't lose it or anything or one of us doesn't 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 hear about it mm. but yeah so make sure if, if, if you have any questions send us it and also if you want to collaborate uh, you, you can send us an email, but just just to let you know, we probably won't be doing collaborations um, with 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 with. I don't know. I, I'm not, we haven't we haven't we haven't discussed how we're going to work with that. But right, yeah, that's still we, up we don't want to get, point, get your, but, We're not going to get your hopes up. Yeah. So def, but definitely, definitely, still email us if you're interested. Uh, we'll just you know we don't know how that's going to work as of right now, but feel free yeah. to email us. For um, instance, if 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 President Joseph Biden is listening right now. And he wants to collaborate. I'd probably say that's the exception. We probably allow him to be on. Oh heck yeah! Just yeah. You or, guys, or I Donald, think I think we're Donald going down a rabbit trail here. I think we, we are. Yes. What we're doing. So okay, well, yeah, we're not we're not in the land of we're we're, we're not in Alice in Wonderland. We're not in Wonderland yet. So we're still we're still a little okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Also, make sure to go follow our Instagram at Plato's underscore corner. Um. And uh, yeah, thank All you of for our ind individual Instagrams as well. We do we have individual sure updates. They will be in the description. Um, uh, but yeah, feel uh, feel free to go do that. And yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of Plato's Corner. Um, we'll see you next time. Uh, peace.